0: This is Jeff Standridge, and this is the Innovation Junkies Podcast. If you want to drastically improve your business, learn proven growth strategies, and generate sustained results for your organization, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Innovation Junkies Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another bonus episode of the Innovation Junkies Podcast. My name's Jeff Standridge. Hey, and this is Jeff Amron. Glad to be back. Hey man, how are you doing?
1: You know, I'm always great when we have these bonus episodes. It's like a free gift brought to you by the Department of Redundancy Department.
0: Redundancy. <laughs> That's All right. Very it's good. Fair. So, let, what are we talking about today? What's the bonus we're going to give our yeah, listeners? You today? know,
1: what we, so so here we are in the, in essentially the third year of the global pandemic, coronavirus pandemic, and I think what we want to talk about is with the rise of Omicron, and that really sounds like that'll be a name for a transformer. I think. What's the impact on business going to be or not be based on what we're seeing? That the infection rates are crazy everybody's getting it. The masks are not doing any good. doesn't matter if you've been vaccinated or not. It's It's becoming pervasive. So we wanted to talk a little bit about that. So what do you think, Jeff? What's the impact going to be on business for 2022?
0: You know, I think there's going to be a short-term impact, which will be difficult. And then I think there's going to be a longer-term impact, which will be not so difficult. That's just my own uh, beliefs those do not necessarily represent the beliefs of the community in which I live or the government that I'm involved with well, yeah, a little joke there for you but uh, I think the short-term impact is it's going to going to continue to create um, unpredictable flows of clients or of business, if you will. Uh, some businesses they're going to uh, going to probably experience some, uh, downturn in client business, perhaps because of people's being a little more cautious. Other businesses where there are uh, uh, particular items that are ne- necessary for households and necessary for organizations to do business may experience the same or slightly increases. I think the, the, the real short-term impact is going to be just the continued unpredictability. We don't really know. Yeah. Personally, I believe the long-term impact is going to be much more beneficial uh, as you said, this this particular variant of Omicron is much more highly contagious, uh, and it, but it is much less severe, particularly to those who have been vaccinated uh, and or who have had prior uh, exposures to, to COVID or prior, prior uh, uh, inoculations, if you will, with the actual COVID virus. And so in that instance, uh, more people are going to get it uh, it, the, the scare of more people getting it is driving vaccination rates up. And so those two things together, I happen to believe, uh, we're probably one more variant away from COVID being a thing of the past. Uh, and that's just based on my own, um, uh, internal belief.
1: So you think there'll be one more variant just based on how these things go, and then it becomes
0: endemic. When I I say a thing of the past, I think we're going to always have COVID, right? But I think it will be rendered uh, another version of what's known as respiratory syncytial virus in in pediatric patients or the flu in adults and, you know, seasonal, if you will, uh, bugs that just become part of, as you said, endemic and it's who we are.
1: Well, and and a couple couple of interesting things that I think are, Non-controversial. Hopefully, you never know. This there's always tends to be strong opinions on this. But one thing that CDC re- released recently is seventy percent of all of the previous COVID deaths. Not talking about Omicron. Uh, in seventy percent of the instances, there were four comorbidities or underlying conditions. Right. Yeah. So so now with with Omicron, there there may still be people that are severely compromised, immunocompromised, or have other Issues which can be hospitalized, can be intubated, can be you know all the, the and bad they, stuff,
0: and they need to take precautions and and Absolutely. stay at home, isolate themselves, and 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 take significant precautions to keep from getting Omicron.
1: Absolutely, for the vast, vast, vast majority of people vaccinated, and and I think maybe the South African data would show unvaccinated, Omicron is not going to be severe. It's not really any more severe because I just went through it than uh, a bad you know reasonably that seasonable cold or a mild flu and you get through it pretty quickly and you come out the other side and you're feeling pretty good so from a business standpoint I think that we're starting to see a recognition that we can't have two weeks of quarantine probably five days is once once you're you're kind of beyond the symptoms is going to be and you've tested positive is going to be all that's required and I think that some of that's being dictated by the CDC Mm -hmm. out of necessity because they realize we can't shut down the schools, we right. can't shut down businesses, because when you start talking about an infection rate, and I think the most recent infection rate in this state of people that tested was like 25%, you're talking about having big swaths of the workforce out, not because they feel bad, and maybe not because they're infectious, but because they were positive tested. So yeah. so I think that we're, like you said, short-term pain. I think the back end of this is, this is the beginning of the end, hopefully, on the the epidemic stage of this and we're going to move to where if you're so inclined you can get an annual shot for it and it'll be something that will kind of be more routine for most people you know a lot of stuff that we don't talk about is the flu kills people lots of people every year and typically they're people that have other underlying issues or it turns you you end up uh, getting a secondary infection of pneumococcal pneumonia or something like that so I, I'm, I'm really kind of optimistic that this is a significant turning point, even though it's unpleasant in the short term. And I think businesses are going to respond accordingly.
0: Well, and, and I think the advice that we gave our our business customers and entrepreneurs in the early days of COVID 1.0 was, yeah. you know, uh, number one, you, you need to be looking at the non uh, um, uh, integral parts of your business, the non-integral expenditures, uh, the discretionary expenditures, and 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 conserving those. Don't don't make those purchasing decisions. Don't make those discretionary investments or what have you at that time. Uh, when it comes to serving your customer, uh, be sensitive to the fact that there are people that are still frightened. Uh, sure. And and if you have a product or a service that is just as useful in the midst of a pandemic as it was before or it will be after, then you have a moral and an ethical obligation to continue to tell people about it and to attempt sure. to sell it. Uh, but think about some of the concerns or some of the fright, frightened uh, customers that you may have and look for alternate ways to serve those customers in a way that reduces their anxiety. Uh, yeah. Those things, I think are still prudent in, in in even the Omicron days.
1: Yeah, I, could, I couldn't agree more. I, I think there'll still be a, a little bit of a chilling effect on large gatherings, although I think we probably had over 100,000 people in uh, uh, Lucas Oil Field in Indianapolis for the the Collegiate uh, National Championship last night. I, I, but I do think there'll be a chilling effect for the normal people that like us that are in the event business. We'll, we'll have to think through, we want to have large gatherings and all that for some period of time until... The exposure rate is so high that everybody is either had it or or has recovered from it, in which case I think most people will, will start to become more comfortable. And, and part of what I think needs to be done, and this would be a request of those that are in biotech, is we need a really accessible antibody test. And actually, companies like NOW Diagnostics are working on such a thing. They've got it FDA approved so that you can readily know... This is my current state of immunity versus well i either tested positive or i didn't test positive there's a huge rush to get all the tests out i think the real opportunity is we need more accessible antibody tests that businesses and and individuals can use to say hey this person's protected Uh, That's that's a whole lot better than just sort of the mass hysteria around let's wear you know surgical level mask even though we know the science says they don't work worth a darn particularly with omicron and let's push to get uh, vaccinations, which I'm a, you know, a fan of, even though they're not going to reduce the spread at this point, they're going to cause the illness to be less severe. So I think okay. I think that those kinds of things uh, the, the, where, the, where the government, where business can help is by getting around the facts and then rolling out solutions that actually provide useful information rather than sort of blanket solutions. I'm, I'm hoping so, for that. anyway.
0: So as a as a business leader, uh, keep your chin up. Continue to be aggressive in leading your business. Uh, continue to be uh, prudent in terms of investing and 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 uh, uh, expending in your business. Look for areas to consolidate and 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 conserve. Uh, but hopefully, knock on wood, in the next three, five, seven, nine months, uh, we're going to be looking on the on the backside of this.
1: Absolutely, and all of us, you know, per what we said early on, improvise, adapt, and overcome. All of us are a heck of a lot more resilient to this kind of disruption than we were in February and March of 2020. That's so, I'm optimistic.
0: Very good. Thanks right. for joining us. This has been another bonus episode of the Innovation Junkies podcast. We'll see you next time.
1: See you next time. Hey, folks, this is Jeff Amrine. We want to thank you for tuning in. We sincerely appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the Innovation Junkies podcast, please do us a huge favor. Click the subscribe button right now and please leave us a review. It would mean the world to both of us. And don't forget to share us on social media.